Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. one demon threw a woman into the pulpit and broke some glass. However, she was not injured. There were strong convulsions, contortions, and supernatural strength. Demons cried out again and again. Many of them were begging me not to torture them. And many of them were pleading for mercy. On that night, though, mercy was displayed not to demon powers, but to precious souls needing liberation. No mercy for demons. Demons were sent to the pit. That small church in Athens, Greece, was jam-packed with precious souls who were desperate for liberation from the powers of Satan. In fact, there was a handful of young ladies who had been enslaved to prostitution, attending the meeting. And God displayed his powerful love towards them by setting many of them free from powerful demons, namely the spirit husbands, which often attack young ladies with the hopes of either furthering the prostitution or breaking up marriages or both. I dealt with countless demons named or called by spirit husbands, marine spirits, Jezebel, and death spirits on that night. It was an extraordinary night in many ways. There in the Mediterranean, I was recently there at the invitation of a small church that so desperately wanted the ministry of deliverance. They wanted a teaching seminar. They wanted public deliverance services. And our small mission listened to their cry and responded. We intervened And great miracles took place, miraculous wonders, signs and wonders that brought so many souls out of captivity into freedom in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I have so much I want to share with you. I want to share with you some amazing testimonies, some amazing stories of people being set free from evil spirits, from the powers of Lucifer. And today, I'm so thankful that you have decided to join me as we discuss some of the more recent exorcisms I have been involved with on today's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I will be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. What's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. Jesus' command in Matthew chapter 25 to visit those in prison leads most of us to imagine convicted inmates serving time in a local jail cell. We rarely consider the thousands of persecuted Christians imprisoned around the world this very day. Their only crime may have been owning a Bible, attending an underground church service, or proclaiming the gospel. Their prison may be a crude dungeon or a filthy hole in the ground. Their only visitors are diseased vermin and brutal guards. Suddenly, Jesus' mandate to remember those in prison takes on a whole new meaning. For more, go online to persecution.com. 
Have you ever considered that much of the New Testament was written by persecuted Christians to persecuted Christians? Paul wrote from jail to encourage the church at Ephesus. Peter wrote to Christians driven from Jerusalem and scattered across Asia Minor. What should the response be from Christians in the West today who can barely imagine suffering for our faith? We should study the lives of martyrs throughout history and around the world today. We should pray in brokenness for our pride and in gratitude for our freedom. And we should read the New Testament with fresh eyes and a humble spirit. To learn how you can pray for Christians facing persecution in restricted nations, call 875-V-O-I-C-E. Dial 875-VOICE to pray for and encourage members of our spiritual family. That's 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. overcome the powers of demons. That small church was jam-packed with precious souls desperate for liberation from the powers of Satan. One death demon within a woman who had been experiencing years of demonic sexual assaults begged me over and over again. And as, as I placed him in great spiritual, spiritual pain, now, you may be asking, why did this death demon, Jane, within this woman, begged, begged you, Jay, over and over again? Allow me to explain. Some years ago, while serving within the Methodist Church, I discovered a powerful, powerful, secret spiritual weapon that God has blessed me with. It, it felt like, I don't know how to put it into words, it felt like the Holy Spirit was on my right hand in a very tangible sense, like holy fire was present on my palm and on my fingers. So I, naturally, I began by faith, placing this fire that I felt in my right hand on those tormented and vexed by evil spirits. And I noticed that many demons screamed as a result of feeling the fire. I would often hear demons cry out, Stop it! You're hurting us with that fire! We beg you! We beg you to stop! We beg you to cease from placing that fire in us! I mean, that, these were, the demons would cry out. In some occasions, we actually could see some of the burn marks that the fire would actually leave. Now, the victim would not feel any pain, the, the individual that is, just the invading demon spirit. So I, naturally, I, I began to gradually use this holy fire more and more and more and witness stunning spiritual results as demons cried out, departing from their victims as the fire of the living God. The fire of the Holy Spirit would descend and brought great pain to the spirits, resulting in them leaving. So, of course, for the past several years, I've become more and more aware of this weapon that I possess, and I use it as directed by the Holy Spirit. And on that night in Athens, Greece, in the Mediterranean, the Holy Spirit filled my right hand with sacred fire from above, and I placed it, my right hand on the demonized woman who had been terribly afflicted by evil spirits, who had been sexually assaulted by these demons. And as I did, and as I placed that hand that was filled with the fire, the spirits were shocked. They were in awe. <laughs> At one point, they literally tried to blow off the fire. They tried to use the other hands to try to scrape off the fire. They tried to shake it off. They tried to pinch it off. <laughs> what have you done? What kind of fire is this? You're hurting us. This is too great of a pain to bear. Stop it, stop it. We beg of you. Please stop as the fire is too great. How did you do this? This is what the demons were screaming to me. They inquired, what kind of fire is this? 
is not like the fire that they possess. For they do possess fire, my friends. The fire that I possess comes from the third person of the triune God. It's the power of the the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, there was nothing they could do to extinguish that fire. Can they extinguish the fire of the Holy Spirit of the living God? The third person of the triune God? That was so clearly present in my hand. I even placed more holy fire of the Spirit of God, and the fire descended. One glance at the face of these demons revealed the complete picture. They were shocked. They were astonished. They were desperate to take off the fire, but could not. Let's just be honest. They didn't fully comprehend the fact that the Holy Spirit would actually place fire upon them, using a human instrument to burn them to this extent. This holy fire that I placed upon them greatly weakened them, and they, could, they just couldn't resist it. They couldn't resist the Holy Spirit fire. In fact, I was able to resist them strongly. Spirits began to question me. They said, before you cast us to the pen, can you please, please take a little of the fire off of us? Can you please take a little of the fire off of us? We beg of you, the spirits questioned. Well, you know me, my friends, by now. Hopefully some of you who listen to this worldwide global broadcast, these audio presentations, you know me, my friends, I hope, by now. I show no mercy to demons. I punish them. I punish them. And I punish them and drove them out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to the pit they were sent. To that pit they were sent. The freedom, the spiritual release people experienced on this night was encouraging. Great numbers of evil spirits battled me. The powers of the devil battled me. The powers of Lucifer. And some of them were quite demonstrative and violent. However, they were all sent to the abyss, to the pit. Many demons of death surfaced, attempting to choke and violently abuse the victims. These death demons were also sent to the pit in Jesus' name. At one, at one point, I remember very vividly when I called forth the women who had been experiencing night attacks. Quickly, many women walked to the front of the sanctuary seeking deliverance. As I went down the line to pray and to confront the demons, numerous spirits surfaced and sought to battle me. However, there were no match to the Lord Jesus. There were no match to King Jesus. In fact, nearly all of the women that was present surfaced Jezebel, or Jezebel-like-minded spirits. And all of them were expelled in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amazing miracles took place at this small church in Athens, Greece, there in the Mediterranean. And I rejoice in our loving Savior who provides life to each of us, freed life, a life of freedom, so we might further the work of the gospel around the world. Obviously, there's much to report to you, not only from Europe, but throughout the regions of the world. I mean, there's just thus far this year. Here we are in 2013, November. And by the way, I have not been able to do a live broadcast in some time, I think in perhaps in several months. It's been a while. I think when I arrived back home from South Africa on our mission to Africa, I, I conducted a radio, live radio broadcast, but it's been some time. So it's great to be right here behind the microphone in this radio studio speaking to you, my friends, around the world, on every continent of the world. And I want to share with you the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, the power of Jesus Christ, the power of the living God, the power, power of the fire of the living God that has rested upon me to bring deliverance to the captives throughout the world. And I want to share some of the more recent exorcisms I've been involved in. Now, here recently, I've been conducting some amazing, intense, nationwide deliverance tours where I've traveled coast to coast here in North America, from border to border, preaching the gospel, healing the sick, healing the brokenhearted, and casting out demons in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Obviously, there's much to report, and I'm looking forward to being with you on this broadcast. Now, I'm speaking about exorcism, casting out demons, battling the powers of Satan. 
I believe you need to be trained to do do the same thing I've been doing. And that's the reason why I created and developed this Freedom Fighter International Training Center. If you go to ifreedomfighter.org, you'll find that we have developed a new training center that is just for you, those who belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, who desire to be used as exorcists, as evangelists, as ministers of the gospel, as freedom fighters, to rise up to the occasion in our modern day to confront the powers of Lucifer and the power of the Holy Spirit, bringing the power of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ to the world. God wants to use you, my friends, and we're about equipping the saints to fight that which Christ has already paid for. That's your freedom. That's your inheritance. Freedom. And that's the inheritance of God's people around the world. That's what God desires all people to experience, his great love, freedom. Freedom from the powers of sin, the powers of disease, the powers of death, the powers of demons. And my friends, we have an obligation to reach the world. You know, books have a a life unto themselves, for they could easily pass from one generation to the next, disseminating information that can transform lives. Having written nearly 50 publications, it's been my desire for some time to impart, impact many generations to come with the gospel message. With this in mind, I'm offering my materials at discounted rates. Now, many of my publications are absolutely free. However, this offer that I'm bringing to you, my friends, is unique in that all these publications have never been released to the public before until now. Ten publications sold in a package form, available for only $49.99. They include what I have in my hands, include the booklet, Casting Out Demons. I believe there's a need to offer some basic information, just offer the mechanics on how to actually expel how to actually cast out evil spirits. And in this booklet, I describe in great detail, from a biblical perspective, how to cast out evil spirits. It's a sound biblical approach, and I offer it in this booklet. I also offer a publication on demons of Mormonism. In recent days, I've been traveling to the heart of Mormon land, Salt Lake City, Utah, and I have some incredible stories to share with you from, from Mormon land. <laughs> but the fact is that land is filled with demons. I know that from firsthand experience, an eyewitness of this. Demons of Mormonism, you can get that booklet too. Overcoming torment through the holy precious blood of Jesus. Lizard, rabbit's tail, fetus, and cursed objects. Which is a fascinating publication on the subject of extracting animals and extracting objects, cursed objects, out of human bodies. I have a publication titled Public Exorcisms, Escaping the Illuminati, Doorways to Evil Spirits, Slaying Dragons, The Blessed Virgin Mary Overcoming the Wicked Witch Jezebel, and Supernatural Power, Knowing Jesus. Holy Spirit gifts and sacramental signs, which, by the way, I have this publication in my hands right now. Supernatural Power, Knowing Jesus, Holy Spirit gifts and sacramental signs, subtitled Over Understanding the Mysteries of the Gospel, the Gifts, and of the Sacraments. I go in some detail describing the seven sacraments of the church. I believe the sacramental life is critical aspect of the of the believer, and we ought to be involved in the seven sacraments in one way or another. They are for the church of the living God. They are for you and I. And you, and you combine the sacraments with the gifts of the Holy Spirit and understanding who you are, your position, your authority in the Lord Jesus Christ, that will provide a spiritually dynamic, explosive power in your life. And I'm telling you, the powers of hell will run, will run from you. You need these publications. There are 10 publications sold in a package, available now for only $49.99. Email me today, j at jbartlett.org, j-a-y at jbartlett.org. I look forward to discussing with you more of my encounters, more of my encounters with evil. These exorcisms, powerful exorcisms, where we dealt with demons in the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. I look forward to being with you today, and I'll be right back after this brief intermission. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hey, this is Michael Tate with news about another real-life Jesus freak. It's 1886, Uganda. Bruno Sarunkamo leads a group facing death for one reason alone. Their faith in Jesus is a threat to local authorities. But before he is burned to death, he makes a prophecy that many of his persecutors don't take seriously. Bruno says, We are going to heaven. A fountain fed from many springs will never dry up. When we are gone, others will rise up in our place. Bruno was right. Since then, many in Uganda have come to Christ, and many have been martyred. But like a fountain, God continues to raise up believers so that more and more can join Bruno in eternity. Get a global perspective from the voice of the martyrs. Go online to persecution.com. Yeah. Hey. 
was in Denver, Colorado, <clears throat> on a nationwide, well, in the midst of a nationwide tour where I was visiting multiple cities throughout North America, visiting uh, the cities to bring the message of deliverance, holding public evening services and afternoon training seminars. And while in Denver, Colorado, we experienced mighty miracles each and every time that we met. Though we were a small number, God did not dis disappoint as he displayed his power over sickness, demons, and various kinds of demonic afflictions. Now we, as I mentioned, we conduct these training seminars titled Removing Demons, Healing Hearts, where I spent more than four hours teaching those attending the seminar how to cast out demons, how to heal the sick, and minister to those broken in heart. It was quite interesting that in the midst of the teaching from God's Word, a lady named Helen was being supernaturally touched by Jesus to the point to where the demons within her were, were coming to the surface and were departing her body. At one point during the teaching from the Scriptures, the incredible spiritual pressure upon the demons were so intense that they were just simply exiting this woman's body swiftly. There was actual times, my friends, Helen actually left the meeting hall at one point because she was needing to vomit. And as she vomited these demons, she was feeling such great spiritual release and relief and could breathe much, much better. In fact, while encountering some of these these kinds of spirits within her moments later, it was revealed by one of the demons that it was Jezebel that had exited her body while she was vomiting. So here we were just conducting this training seminar, removing demons, healing hearts. And as I was teaching from the scriptures, demons were departing from human bodies. And we see this quite often in our public seminars and meetings where people are testifying of being delivered and healed by simply being present during our teaching. The presence of God is driving demons, infirmities, and other kinds of afflictions out of bodies and souls. After the teaching session, I continued demonstrating to those attending the meeting the very principles that I was instructing on. Helen, who had just been liberated from the powers of Jezebel, shared with everyone she had been terribly afflicted with arthritis for more than 23 years. That's a long time, my friends, 23 years, severe pain throughout her body. It had brought great suffering to this dear woman. So obviously I began to minister and pray for Helen, and within seconds she began to shake in a demon service named Arthritis, who boasted how he was causing great Great pain and tormenting pain. He just simply loved the fact that he was able to afflict this woman with such great pain. However, the demon, this demon called arthritis, was frustrated. I mean, you could see in his face in that he, in that he actually confessed that she was stubborn for God. That's that's the words of the demons. That she, because she was so stubborn for God, that hindered his work. And the very fact that she was fighting him. And that frustrated the demon. And we discovered there were demons of death, fear, sickness within her. They brought such suffering to this woman and her family. I immediately called forth many, many holy angels, and more than ten arrived. The demons were revealing how they could see these ten mighty angels. And these ten angels came to assist me in battling these evil spirits. Many of these spirits were generational and began tormenting this woman for had been tormenting this woman for many, many years through the bloodline. These spirits had been in the bloodline for many, many years, and yet no one came along to offer deliverance and curse-breaking to this lady. And that's extremely disappointing. I can't begin to tell you how disappointing that is, to hear of the church not intervening. And it, was, it was very disappointing to hear of no church offering intervention. However, God sent us, and we did intervene. Now, in battling the spirit of arthritis and some spirits of sickness, we command them to take upon themselves the pains, the infirmities, and the other afflictions. And they were commanded out in Jesus' name, and we ministered healing to the woman. She was nearly instantly healed and could walk around the meeting hall completely pain-free. Now, this is amazing. 23 years of pain vanishing within minutes. Our God heals, my friends. 
Now, many of the demons also revealed during the exorcism they had been holding captive many parts of a broken heart. They were forced to release the parts of the broken heart. One little four-year-old part surfaced along with many others. Obviously, they were sent to Jesus, and Helen was so incredibly, miraculously healed from a broken heart. She even testified of how happy her heart felt. Now, imagine for a moment, my friends, the new life that this woman has has now experienced and will now experience as a result of the ministry session. Also during the spiritual war, it was discovered that one spirit named fear had gained access to her as a result of her being fearful, fearful in a home she lived in back as a little girl. The spirit of fear revealed we were in that house she lived in. We were there because the prior owners abused innocent children. So these demons of fear were simply lingering around. Obviously, the abuse that occurred in this home allowed the demons access to the property, for demons cannot arbitrarily enter human bodies or, or properties or homes for no reason. They have to be given a right. They were given a right because of the, the abuse, the child abuse. And they accessed the property, and they just waited and waited for the opportunity to attack this young girl. When she experienced severe fear, at some point in her young life, that allowed the demons the access. And then they simply followed her when her family moved to another home, thereby continuing the torment. But I'm here to tell you these tormenting demons were driven out in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. Helen had been truly transformed by the love of God. Which, by the way, is what exorcism is. It's a labor of love. Now, while leading everyone in deliverance prayers, others experienced freedom by breaking generational curses and demons. One lady named Jackie that started manifesting while we broke curses was brought to the front. She mentioned she was growling like a wild animal as we were breaking curses and heard a voice within her head to tell me to shut up, to shut up, shut up. There were demons who were furious that would dare to expose them and defeat them by the power of Jesus. So while ministering to her, many generational Jezebel spirits surfaced, along with an Arab, uh, um, Arab spirit that revealed to us that her ancestors had opened many doors to the demonic, including animal and human blood sacrifices, orgies, sexual perversion with animals, incest, witchcraft, casting of spells, Hexes and curses, satanic ritualism. Now, obviously, I had her renounce these things, these curses, and we confronted the demons within this lady. And as we battled the demons, it was discovered that more than 40 ancestral parts existed. And I spoke to a little two-year-old girl and sent her to Jesus. They were all released and experienced Jesus. Many of the demons within her were ancient spirits stemming from ancestral participation in the dark arts of Satan. Some of the demons were rooted in more than 2,400 years of generational ties. These wicked spirits were defeated. All of them were defeated in Jesus' name and sent to that pit. And I, sh- I sh- might, sh- might be, uh, it might be important to add that and this is this is just a beautiful aspect of the exorcism, that as she was being liberated, Jesus appeared to her, and he actually spoke. He says, you are set free. Those are four beautiful words. You are set free. She was indeed free, my friends, and experienced deep inner healing from all those various broken pieces of her heart. We also ministered to a young 10-year-old girl who was on crutches, and she was in such great pain from an accident, freakish accident that occurred earlier. We prayed for her and commanded the pain to be gone in Jesus' name. The pain instantly vanished. She testified of feeling zero pain. She was able to walk around without the aid of the crutches and gave glory to Jesus, for he truly healed this woman. We also ministered to a young man who had been experiencing some spiritual hardship. I placed my holy cross on his chest, and he revealed to me that he felt a very warm, supernatural sensation as a result of the holy cross being placed upon him. God granted him his holy presence. So many miracles, so many exorcisms, 
yet there seems to be so little time to report on the various miracles. Many others experience a measure of divine physical healing. I want to share some other testimonies, some other stories, exorcism stories of people being delivered from evil spirits. I'm thankful that you joined us today, where I'm sharing about some of our encounters with demons and exorcisms, our battles with Satan, and how Jesus has overcome through his precious, powerful blood. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. Azerbaijan, being a Christian and a bold witness for Christ can be costly. Forum 18 News reported that on October 31st, police raided a Christian festival and detained four believers in the town of Kusar, Azerbaijan. Eighty members of a Baptist church were gathered in a believer's home for a celebration thanking God for the harvest. When police arrived, they turned off the gas and electricity in order to prevent the believers from preparing their meal. Police also photographed and videotaped the service and recorded the names of those present. Despite the government crackdown, believers in Azerbaijan remain faithful to Christ. To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Support persecuted believers by calling 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with news about another real-life Jesus freak. Born into a communist Cuban home in 1985, Rosa lived under the strict atheism of parents loyal to Fidel Castro. But her great-grandmother secretly shared God's love with Rosa, and the seeds of faith planted by the old woman, cultivated through prayer, came to harvest when Rosa received Christ just a few years ago. At boarding school, she was the only Christian, so Rosa did the same thing her great-grandmother did. She shared the gospel, and now she has three Christian friends she meets with in secret. Did you ever wish for more Christian friends? Maybe, like Rosa, you can make some yourself. Will you stand with the Voice of the Martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. Denver, we traveled on to Los Angeles, the Los Angeles area in Southern California. Again, I'm continuing on speaking, sharing with you this most recent tour that we that we were on, where we traveled to multiple cities throughout North America, from coast to coast, border to border, fighting the good fight, casting out evil spirits, healing broken hearts, healing the sick, leading precious souls to the Lord Jesus Christ. We had incredible battles with Satan, but we can overcome the powers of evil through the precious blood of Jesus, and that's what we did. We saw the great power of Jesus Christ be unleashed in all of our meetings, and we saw Satan put to flight. 
we've been discussing the various battles I have been involved in here recently, in recent days, with the powers of evil, and sharing some of the extraordinary exorcisms that we have been privileged to be a part of. Now, in Arcadia, right outside of Los Angeles, it was amazing to see, even after three hours, after the meeting had even started, individuals were still arriving in from other areas to receive healing and deliverance. After leading everyone in Holy Communion, we began to pray for those who had assembled. Now, the first lady we ministered to was a woman who had been invaded by the spirits of death. They threw her head back and shook her body. They spoke, and they said they had been within her bloodline for many, many generations, and that they had brought premature death into her family. Now, this precious saint, whom we loved dearly, had already renounced the curse. So we simply commanded the demons of death out of her, and they departed quickly in Jesus' name. We also ministered to an Asian woman in this meeting in her 70s who had an ancient ancestral dissociative identity that was sent to Jesus. We also dealt with this woman who whom also had a host of bloodthirsty Japanese samurai warrior spirits that had been in ancestral bloodline for centuries. They were defeated and sent to the pit in Jesus' name. In this public meeting, many, many evil spirits were commanded out of bodies and souls in the powerful name of Jesus. In fact, the next morning, while leading everyone in removing demons and healing heart seminar, I heard a handful of powerful testimonies where it was revealed that during our evening mass deliverance prayers, many were touched by Jesus to where many demons were being removed. Testimony after testimony spoke of evil spirits coming out of bodies and souls. Testimonies spoke of healing, liberation, relief, and inner peace. And this is why we conduct public exorcisms. This is why we fight the good fight, why we battle the powers of Satan. Because we are fully aware that many are simply delivered from demons by simply being present in our meetings. That's why I encourage you to get to one of our meetings. And by the way, speaking of our meetings, did you know here and just in the next few days, we're going to begin another nationwide tour which I want you to be a part of. It begins November the 10th in Minneapolis, Minnesota. At the Hampton Inn, Minneapolis, St. Paul Airport, 2860 Metro Drive in Bloomington, which is just right outside Minneapolis, there in Minnesota. Sunday's public and free deliverance service starts at 6 p.m. That's November the 10th, Minneapolis, Minnesota, at the Hampton Inn, right there at the airport. November the 11th, which is a Monday, a public deliverance mission in the mighty city of Chicago, Illinois, Hampton Inn, O'Hara International Airport, 3939 North Manaheim Road. I would encourage you to get to that location. Monday, Publics, it's a Monday's, the Monday's public and free deliverance service starts at 7 p.m. on November the 11th there in Chicago. Now, November the 12th to the 13th, I would encourage you to pray for me. I'll be traveling with one of my associates to Salt Lake City, Utah, where we'll be conducting a private deliverance mission for those who have been entrapped into Mormonism. We're seeing great victories. We believe the, the ministry will continue to grow strength and power while we're in Utah. Now, November the 14th, we'll be in Newark, New Jersey. So all my friends in New York City, I think it's about 45-minute drive uh, to an hour, Get there, Newark, New Jersey, at the Hampton Inn, Newark Airport, 1128 Spring Street, Elizabeth, New Jersey, right outside of Newark. Thursday public free meeting starts at 7 p.m. Now, November the 15th, a Removing Demons Healing Hearts training seminar. Now, the Friday's free training seminar starts at 10 a.m., and it will go on until 2 p.m. That is in Newark. I highly recommend you get to the meeting. November the 15th, on Friday evening, at the same location, there in Newark, New Jersey, at the Hampton Inn, 1128 Spring Street, Elizabeth, New Jersey, Friday's public evening service starts at 7 p.m. Then, on November 16th, we're traveling into Ontario, Canada, and Scarborough, right outside Toronto at New Bethel International Ministries. I would encourage you to get to that location. 
so you might be set free by the power of Jesus Christ. Saturday's public free service starts at 5 p.m. Sunday will be there at 11 a.m. Now, on Sunday, November the 17th, we will also travel into Montreal, Quebec, Canada. We'll be visiting our French-speaking friends in the, in the province of Quebec, and we'll be at the Hampton Inn, 1900 Trans-Canada Highway, right outside of Montreal, Quebec. Meeting starts at 6 p.m. Highly recommend you get to that meeting anywhere in Montreal, anywhere in the province of Quebec. Make your plans of being there so we can help you in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, we're also going to be traveling a few days later into the Middle East. We'll be traveling to Dubai, United Arab Emirates. We'll be conducting a private mission. However, we'll, we will meet with those disciples of Jesus in, that, in the Middle East, wherever you may be, in Kuwait, in Saudi Arabia, in Oman, in Bahrain, in all. It doesn't matter, in Qatar, wherever you're at in the Middle East, Iran, Iraq, you make your plans to be there in Dubai. You email me for more information. If you're desiring to learn more about the ministry of deliverance and healing, wanting to experience deliverance and healing, please email me at j at jbartlett.org, and we will assist you. I look forward to sharing with you more the powers of the Lord Jesus Christ overcoming evil. For we saw great mighty wonders there in Arcadia, there in the Los Angeles area, on our most recent mission throughout America, throughout North America. And it was amazing during that, removing demons, healing heart seminar there in Los Angeles. So many testimonies of people sharing how they were delivered and healed. Now, our last night in the Los Angeles area, there were incredible, difficult spiritual walls that were difficult to, to overcome. We pressed on, and, and disciples reported great healing and deliverance, irregardless of the difficulty we had in, in our ministry night there in Los Angeles. One Asian lady that attended our meeting encountered something she had never experienced before in her life, as a number of Jezebel spirits were surfacing from within her. And I remember that night, I had her hold on to my holy cross. And mind you, this, this dear lady, a mother of two, was experiencing extreme cold and was shaken as a result. So I had her hold my holy cross, and as she touched it, she withdrew. She went, ouch, it's too hot. That's what she actually, she said, ouch, it's, it's hot. So I asked her, try it again. So we, she reached out, attempting to hold my holy cross. Ouch, it hurts, it, it's hot. I can't seem to hold it, she told me. So I was persistent, I asked her to hold it one more time. She looked at me bewildered. She says, I can't believe this, I can't touch the cross. It's hot, she said. I mean, she looked extremely baffled. You may be asking, why couldn't this dear woman hold a cross? It was because the demons within her, the Jezebel spirits, didn't want her to experience the power of the shed blood that laid upon the cross. I've seen my holy cross drive out and weaken thousands of evil spirits around the world. And here was another dramatic example of this. Now, eventually she was able to hold it and was able to, we were able to drive out many of the demons from this woman. Now, she still needs ongoing ministry. However, we also ministered to a handful of broken pieces of her heart that had surfaced, ranging from the ages of four to nine. They surfaced with great grief and pain. Obviously, they were sent to Jesus, and her heart experienced a powerful, powerful healing. These even said that they were able to see Jesus. That's an incredible aspect of our ministry, where people are able to experience Jesus and see him. This is an amazing miracle. But there are some other great miracles I want to share with you. Some incredible miracles that that were brought about as a result of our battles with Lucifer and, the, and these powerful exorcisms. I have so much to share with you. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. <laughs>
upon our position in Christ, resulting in many saints being deeply encouraged. I mean, just the smile said it all. I always focus on Jesus. And then I led everyone in Holy Communion and began to administer to those assembled in the meeting hall. God's miracle work and power was was on full display on this night. We witnessed multiple souls being miraculously, miraculously healed of various degrees of blindness, deafness, and sickness. And I might add that many thousands of demonic spirits were expelled and many broken heart parts were supernaturally healed. The first lady I ministered to was named Michelle, I mean, who had, was terribly broken and hurt. Yet Jesus was at work in her life, and within seconds of praying for her, various parts of her heart surfaced. And I led them to the mighty presence, healing presence of Jesus. I called forth the mighty angels of God, and two strong holy angels arrived quickly, ready to assist me in battle. And on several occasions, I had the holy angels strike the demons with their, with their mighty swords to greatly weaken the wicked spirits that were within this woman. I mean, it was all inspiring to witness. Now, after spending some time ministering to her broken heart, I spent some time battling the powerful Jezebel spirits that were hell-bent on warring against me. They began to shake her body and take over her body. They revealed they had been bringing high blood pressure, cancer, ringing of the ears, digestive problems, blurriness, and a host of other physical problems. Jezebel boasted how she enjoyed tormenting Michelle. There's many thousands of us, Jezebel warned me. We entered through her ex-husband as we controlled his ancestors. And by the way, that is a means of inheriting generational curses you might be needing to be aware of via one's husband or wife, due to the fact of the oneness of the marriage union. One can obtain their parent, their, their partner's ancestral curses. Think about it. You may have the curses from your, your husband, from your wife, just because of the oneness of the marital union. This is why it's critical to break, in Jesus' name, generational curses from not only your mother and father, but also ancestral curses from your spouse. Have you done that? Perhaps you haven't. I want you to just say, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I break every ancestral curse that came through my husband, through my wife's parents, through their mother and father, through their ancestors, those demonic addictions, compulsions, destructive thought patterns, attitudes, those destructive demonic acts, I break by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now in Jesus' name I break it. And I command the spirits to release me. Come out of me now in Jesus' name. I command the ancestral spirits to go, go quickly in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray for you, my brother. I pray for you, my sister. Demons, let go of them now in the authority of Jesus Christ. Let go of them quickly. Come out quickly. Up and out. Now in the authority of Jesus Christ. Now. Now be filled with the Holy Spirit, my friend. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Many of you being set free. The presence of the loving God is upon you. Call upon the name of Jesus, and you shall be saved. The scripture is so clear. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You will be delivered by the power of the shed blood, the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Call upon Jesus even now. Repent of that sin. Renounce the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. Embrace him as your loving Lord and Savior. Do that now. Just say, Lord Jesus, save me. Forgive me. Cleanse me. I hand my life over to you. Enter my life. Control my life with your love. In Jesus' name. That's what Michelle did. She broke these curses. But she had never commanded the demons to leave her body. And that's what we did. We intervened and we did it. Just as I'm intervening in your life right now, I command those spirits to release you. In Jesus' name. So I had all these armies, my friends, of Jezebel to take upon themselves all the sicknesses, curses, and afflictions. Then they had to stand before King Jesus. And in his presence, they were brought to defeat. Jesus tells us to be gone, Jezebel confessed. Please just leave us alone. <laughs> the demons were literally begging me to stop torturing them. With all the spirit, spiritual weapons I was utilizing such as my Holy Cross, the Holy Communion, the Holy Angels, the Sword of the Spirit, the authority of Jesus, and a few other weapons, I greatly weakened them. They tried to escape, only to be restrained by the angels of God. In fact, they tried to hurt me at one point. 
They said, we're firing darts at you. Where did the darts go to? They fell to the side because you are covered with the blood of Jesus. The spirits inform me. Tell they were very, very discouraged. We see Jesus in your eyes. and We hear Jesus say that he loves you. And I commanded the thousands upon thousands of Jezebel spirits to depart her body. The wicked witch Jezebel departed in groans and moans, along with all the afflictions that it brought into her life. And as the demons exited to the pit, something beautiful occurred. Her eyes were completely healed. Michelle was stunned, shocked. She began to cry and shout with joy. I'm truly healed, she said. I can't believe this. Thank you, Jesus. She walked around the room stunned and testified. I could see without my glasses. You mustn't be mindful that I had taken, I had, had her take them off. She said, I could see them without, I could see without my glasses, with 100% clarity. The colors of the room are vivid. This really happened, Jay. I promised Jay to serve Jesus with all my heart for the rest of my life, she said. And my friends, not only was she healed of a degree of blindness, she was also healed of a form of deafness, for she could not hear clearly. And she had suffered from ringing of the ears. This also dissipated, disappeared. She was healed from these afflictions. Jesus healed her from her cancer and so many of the other infirmities. Even her face shone like an angel, a light in her eyes. Everyone was in awe. These healing wonders, these miraculous exorcisms are simply means by which our God tangibly reveals his love to those who are hurting. She was not only healed physically and delivered from demons, but she was also supernaturally healed from dissociation as many heart parts were met, got to meet Jesus, and were unified to the heart. Another beautiful aspect of these miracles was that this woman left her glasses behind as no more glasses were needed. I just love that. Isn't that beautiful, my friends? This is why we conduct exorcisms. This is why we travel as much as we do around the world. For we're wanting people to experience the power of Jesus Christ. And as you're listening to my voice, you can experience the power of Jesus Christ. You could be healed. You could be healed from a broken heart. You could be healed from that infirmity and sickness. I speak against that sickness. I speak against that oppression. I speak against that heaviness that you're experiencing at this very hour. You must go, spirits. Spirits of despair leave in the authority of Jesus. Now, sickness and disease and infirmity go in Jesus' name. Be healed. Man, be healed. Child, be healed in the name of Jesus. Jesus heals you. Right now, supernatural flow of the Holy Spirit of the living God right through your bodies. Take in the Holy Spirit. Many of you being healed and touched by the Lord Jesus even now. Now raise those hands up and begin to praise the Lord Jesus Christ, for he is worthy to be praised. Promise to serve him for the rest of your life. Jesus loves you and he cares for you deeply. And I bless you, my friends, in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. Jesus' command in Matthew chapter 25 to visit those in prison leads most of us to imagine convicted inmates serving time in a local jail cell. We rarely consider the thousands of persecuted Christians imprisoned around the world this very day. Their only crime may have been owning a Bible, attending an underground church service, or proclaiming the gospel. Their prison may be a crude dungeon or a filthy hole in the ground. Their only visitors are diseased vermin and brutal guards. Suddenly, Jesus' mandate to remember those in prison takes on a whole new meaning. For more, go online to persecution.com. <laughs> 